Welcome back to Wedlocked and Loaded. Wed, wed, wedlocked and loaded. You women. Do not lump us all in one category. You know so you girls, so you girls. And lie and stress the truth. You and try girls. to get us jammed up. First of all, I'm a whole ass woman, right? Think about no that. No disrespect. Sounds like it to me. So why can't y'all, why, what is it with men that they just can't walk away? Walk away. Depends how good it is. You don't want to give that away. You don't want to give that away. The following conversation may contain material that may be triggering and traumatizing to some of the audience members. We just wanted to give you a warning before continuing this discussion. Greetings, everyone. New episode of Wedlocked and Loaded. Daniel Laurent here. And I am Leah Nicole. And we are back. Um, Hope everyone has had a productive week, peaceful healthy all that good stuff again a lot's happening in the world we are losing a lot of people a lot of loved ones um so just kind of want to put out um peace and blessings love and light to everyone thank you for the follows and shares and comments um we appreciate it so yes we do um we had a thing last week we had a little thing a little bit of a thing and um, we wanted to kind of recap it and, you know, just kind of talk about it, um, maybe a, a overview slash behind the scenes slash all things. So um, so just for context, there was a screening and a panel um, last Wednesday at um, Hibernia Hall in Roxbury mm-hmm. and it was a three-hour event mm-hmm. it was free mm-hmm. um, it was a screening of the film cry for me that you all have um, definitely heard us talking about and it's a 20-minute short film about domestic violence sexual abuse um, stars Leah and myself um, I wrote the song and wrote the script and co-directed it um and i wanted to put together a panel of people to add some context and facts and layers and just open up the conversation a little differently and also put that provided some resources yes absolutely the resources Mm -hmm. was was Mm -hmm. was paramount and i think you know with a film similar to a book similar to music you know, it's art and it's interpretive. And so, you know, people could watch the film and kind of just go home and hopefully have discussions or maybe gain some coverage or um, uh, insight to make changes in their situation or help a friend or family member, what have you. But I think the panel just kind of opened it up in a real different way. Um, so shout out to the, the panelists. Um, I'll start with, with ladies first. You know, you had... Um, Laverne, Gordon, Shakira, Robinson, Cynthia uh, uh, Bazer, I believe you pronounce the last name. She's from Casamerna. And then on the male side, we had Alex Edwards from Thumbprint Realty. We had Don Cor, um, the Don Firearms. And we have Rob DeMeo, who um, does a lot of work in DV advocacy, is also um, substance uh, recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a recovering addict and, and, and leads with that and wants to, um, use his story 
to um, help and inspire others and, and, and get them on their road to sobriety. Um, Jeff two times, my guy was definitely holding down the soundtrack for the night. You had 10,000 fearless that was um, present for peace and just kind of maintaining traffic flow. You had uh, Michi doing the libations, created two custom drinks for the night, um, Cry For Me and Wet Locked and Loaded. You had Lobster King who had uh, lobster sliders and Rasta pasta and chicken sliders. And then you had Soulful Persuasions. Uh, she had uh, mushrooms stuffed, and yep, Parmesan stuffed mushrooms mm -hmm. and orzo um, pasta salad um, those were our vegan options yes um and i feel like and um contour creations did um the setup and just you know made it well we'll get into that in a second because i want leah to 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 give insight on that um and i feel like is there anyone else that was involved that i might be missing um oh uh java with jimmy um, did an impromptu kind of Java live and interviewed us. And it was really dope. Um, lot, lot, lot of, did we talk about our moderator? Did you give a shout out to our moderator? Yes. Carmen, Jeez Louise. So Carmen, um, heal with Carmen. Uh, she does a lot of health and wellness. Um, also a survivor, very public with her story and trying to inspire, oh, trying to inspire and, you know, just give light, you know? Um, so shout out to her, my deep, deep, deep apologies. So, um, so this was the event, you know, so started with the screening, opened it up to the panel. We also have raffles, um, really awesome prizes, everything from, you know, Puma swag, actual sneakers, you know, um, uh, firearm safety training, um, uh, books from Alex Edwards, yeah, um, books and sweaters from Laverne. Mm -hmm. um, also, there was a, uh, a domestic violence survivor that I met um, a few weeks back, and she actually makes um, T-shirts with affirmations on them and um, wanted to definitely get some of those and raffle them off. Um, and a shout-out to... Um, Tasha also who um, I didn't get a chance to raffle off um, her journals but she actually created journals uh, specifically for well, I don't know if it's specifically for I don't want to put words um, I don't want to put words in in, um, in change the narrative of what it's about but um, I believe it's it's definitely journals for women right I don't think it's just for women I um, thought it was I, I think it's a, it, it's a journal that has um, some daily affirmations in it, um, but it's a goal setting journal. It's a goal setting journal. It's a you know what? It's a journal. It's a planner. It's a lot of things. Yeah. And but it, the, the idea is to write in it, um, you know, to become inspired by some of the affirmations and also um, set your own goals. You know, it's it's something that can be um, used as a reflective piece. All right. And it's called Surviving to Thrive. So she was very gracious to drop those off. Um, I just was kind of in go mode, so there was just a lot happening. Um, but, you know, the gesture is there, and I definitely wanted to give a shout-out. Um, 
So, anyway, um, so the event happened. Um, there was some technical difficulties. And, well, I guess, you know what, before before that, I mean, how, how do we want to frame, do you want to start strictly from there? Do you want to, like, when the actual event started, or you want to talk about before the event? Like, how do you want to frame I mean, it? we can do it whatever way you want. I don't think, you know, I think it's it's really important, right, because it sounds like you are going to initiate this conversation on somewhat of a negative note. Event was really well, well attended. Um, people had a lot of um, positive words and I think genuine words. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you go to events and people are, um, you know, just kind of like, oh, my God, such a great job. Oh, my God, you know, it was incredible. And it's like, eh. um, but I think it was a it was. Just very, very intentional from start to finish. Absolutely. Um, and just everything from the length of time. You know, I think there was... And opinions are like, you know, a-holes. Everyone has one, right? So I think that there was some feedback in the very beginning about, like, oh, it should be a little longer. The panel should be longer. You know, maybe it shouldn't be so many guests. Um, you know, you should add this to it. You should make sure this... But I, I, I just didn't want to have people feeling like they were coming to a clinical trial or some sort of domestic violence conference or some sort of intervention. I wanted people to feel like they were coming to an event and it just so happened to be addressing said thing and it was putting the medicine in the candy. Mm-hmm. So the music, as people were walking in, you had everything from Love is Blind mm-hmm. to Rain on Me to you know, ladies night by little Kim and Angie Martinez and and Missy and everybody. Um, And then as the uh, panelists came out, you know, there was music specifically for each person that was kind of themed around my thoughts of them. Right. And so everything from little Kim, queen B um, to money by Cardi to uh, uh, that thing by Lauren, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then at the end of the panel, you know, you had um, Shake Something by the Baby. Hey, hey. Um, Do It Again by NLE Chopper. And so it was ending on like a high note. Right. Because, um, you know, the goal was, the, the, there was two goals for me. Mm. Three. One, so as I just said, I didn't want people feeling like they were coming to a domestic violence convention. Because I feel like typically... That's going to kind of be a really niche audience and it's going to be majority women. It's probably going to be 95 percent women, mm-hmm. you know, or 98 percent women. Um, so we had a good I mix. Uh-huh. I said we had a good mix. Yeah. I didn't want people to feel like they were coming to that mm-hmm. Two, um, I wanted to turn the table upside down and have um more men than women in the audience or of of substantial amount of men in the audience. So that was my second goal. Third goal was I wanted to be a quick hit in and out is on a Wednesday, you know, no need of dragging it till, you know, the worst thing is when you have an event of any kind and, you know, people are kind of like yawning and like sneaking out like, all right, Mm -hmm, man, it was mm -hmm. nice seeing you. I got to head out. You know, so it's just easier and just a more flowing 
seamless thing when you end it and then people can all kind of leave. So this so. is what I'll say to that. Um, I am one of the people that said it should have been longer. For me, I felt like, you know, three hours is great. However, um, you know, it was a lot. A lot was packed in there. Right. And if we had that extra hour for that little extra hour for a buffer, it would have given people, um, you know, somewhat of an opportunity to, you know, to to network with each other and build with build with each other. Um, it definitely was, uh, you know, even though the film was 20 minutes, it was a boom, boom, boom type thing. Like it just was a it was it was a boom, boom, boom type thing. Um, not it, not horrible, not a horrible idea. Right. And, and and not a horrible thing being a boom, boom, boom type of thing. Um, I just think that if it had, you know, if there was just a little bit more time for people to um, to connect with each other. And, and, and possibly, I mean, you know, COVID is out here and I'm not really big on hugging everybody anyway, but sometimes I'm sure it would have been good to have, you know, um, um, some type of decompressor after. And I know what we had planned initially and that didn't go well. However, uh, that, you know, life life goes on and, and the show goes on and as and it did um but it just would have been nice to have that decompressor after well whether it and, and even if we didn't have you know said person um come and be that you know even just to continue with the music just for a little while you know what i'm saying just a bit longer nothing exaggerated so it you know it could have been an event from six to ten yeah and I think the day, what I was trying to do ideally was a Thursday, but just, you know, and this, this idea was trying to be flushed out for um, the month of October right. because that's the, the awareness month. Right. Um, but it works there just November. wasn't any days available with that. And then also, you know, two of the panelists that I really wanted to make sure that were involved um, just because of their work every day they were like just extremely crazy the whole month yeah they were in the thick of it but i think this so, you know and it's, it's something that um um carmen. our moderator carmen carmen had said um you know yes october is dv awareness month it's it's also a month of of other things right <laughs> um however just because something is tailored or, you know, or, or mm, acknowledged in a said month doesn't mean that it should not be talked about and or acknowledged throughout the year. Because guess what? It's happening every single day. You yeah. know, so. And so um, if you can speak to the thought behind um, the aesthetics of the place, like what, you know, what went into the, the visual, um, the touch points, I'll call it like Mm -hmm. what, what went into that? What was the point behind it? Um, so the, 
the touch points. Um, also, they could have been um, photo ops, video ops, you know, definitely just added to the ex- aesthetics of it all. Um, the thought behind it was, um, well, I'll tell you what, what it was. Um, so they, we had six cocktail tables. And so on the cocktail tables, you know, we dressed it um, with, um, in purple, you know, with the DV colors. Um, and, um, you know, there were flowers, um, white, mainly white flowers with, uh, lavender stems um but underneath that you know there were mirrors there were markers placed um strategically around the mirrors on the tables um and with you know fall with um silk rose petals as well and so the idea was to write on the mirrors um some positive words of affirmations or just even some encouraging words um something that helped you or something that can help another um and the idea was if you read some if you wrote something you needed to actually reaffirm it and read it out read it read it to yourself or out loud um there were also larger mirrors that were um connected to balloon garlands um again purple um um shades of different shades of purple um, with a white dove and, um, also a purple heart. And the dove is to represent those who did not actually, um, survive their, 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 um, situation. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and, you know, and the heart was, you know, just another semblance and token of token of love. Um, above the mirrors, there were you know some um, some neon lights, and you know they they too were words of affirmation. One of them was you know you're amazing, um, and the other one was um, pretty and powerful. Um, again, on, underneath those lights, there were mirrors and the idea again was to write on those mirrors and actually look at yourself while you are reaffirming, um, yourself, right? Um, I think that it's, it's important. Like, you know, most of us, we look in the mirror, we look in the mirror more so just to, kind of check our, our appearance but we're not necessarily looking in the mirror to look at ourselves and a lot of times you know w- we find ourselves in certain situations su- and such as unsafe relationships because we don't value ourselves and it's not a matter of me saying it's out your fault. And I will say our fault, right? Because I was also in situations. Um, I'm not blaming us. I'm, I'm, but I am pointing out, you know, a, a, a fact, you know. Um, if, if we understood 
who we really were and what our worth was, we we wouldn't find ourselves in in said relationships. Um, and, you know, that can come, you know, we find ourselves in these places and within these situations for many reasons, right? Whether it is the way we've grown up, um, not feeling the love that we needed to feel, you know, at home from our parents, from whoever raised us. You know, a lot of times we go searching for shit and, and, and we think that we find it because someone is filling up a cup, a filling up our cup, you know, that empty space, that void. Um, and then we, we, we misunderstand some of those gestures and, and take them, you know, for something that they really aren't. So anyway, that's what the mirrors were for. Um, and that's what the, um, the words of encouragement were for as well, because sometimes, you know, we need to look in the mirror and remind ourselves you a bad bee. Nicely. Okay. Everything was like really good. No, I know. I just wanted to. I did. I did want to put a little comic relief on it. But no, we need to. We need to empower. At the end of the day, I told you, be a lady. I am a lady. Well, I mean, and a bad bitch. What's the problem? Nicely. Congratulations. Yeah, I win. But, and um, so I saw people wrote on the mirrors. Yeah, they did. They wrote on. I don't know if they, you know, recited what they wrote, but they definitely wrote. That's um, dope. And it was dope. They wrote on the petals. They did. They wrote on every. They wrote on all the things that they were supposed to write on. Um, you know, people was in the mirror taking pictures, taking videos. So I loved it. You know, and I think that. Um, did you cry? I did not cry. Hmm. What am I gonna cry for? Because of the beauty. That's why. Are you heartless? I'm far from heartless. You know that. Um, I don't. But I'm asking just for the public. Just I did for not this cry. Moment. No. Well, I, I mean, I think you should have. I think no. it was beautiful, and I think it was beautiful. But that you created, people actually, you know, did and caused the ripple effect of empowerment and words of affirmation and all the good stuff and yeah you know as a creator like it can touch your soul and you'd be like ah instead of like coming over and nagging me and whatever you know what i'm saying i thought it was dope that they did it and i was happy that they did it you know um and i'm sure that some you know other people that came behind them whether they were there to write or there to take a picture you know they was able to look at themselves and see those positive words you know those reaffirming words so you know sometimes that's all it takes you know and I'm not saying that getting out of certain situations is is you know just that simple but we definitely need to believe in ourselves and own our power and love ourselves wholly. What do you feel about, um, what did you think about the amount of men that were in the room? Um, you know, I was, I was actually a little surprised, pleasantly surprised that there, the amount 
um, at the number of men that were in the room. Um, but, you know, there can always be more, right? Yeah. There can always be more. I, I do appreciate, um, you know, the two two men. One of them was a panelist. Um, but I, I do appreciate their perspective. Um, and and by perspective, I mean their, um, them sharing their experience with the situation. Uh, look, I don't know why I keep calling it a situation. With um, DV How so? and SA. You talking about Rob? Um, yeah, and the other guy. And his mother? Rob Rob with his mom. And who else? Alex? Um, no. Or Don Corp? The, not he, oh, in the he audience. Was, he was in the audience. He yeah. was sexually, yeah. Um, what was it, seven years old? He was, yeah, he was sexually assaulted at seven. And, um, you know, he also dealt with substance abuse. And so... He was in and out of the home of his child. And, you know, when he came back, he, you know, child's mom had moved on and he witnessed, he walked in on the mom's boyfriend, you know, being handsy with the child, you know, with his child. You know, I kind of heard that, but then I, like, I was... I think I was dealing with something and so I heard it but I didn't think that I heard it and so like how how do you, how does that play out I don't I know, know he said that it was something he because he he had already spent time in jail mm-hmm. right so I think I know I heard him he say had just something. come out of jail yeah when he went back um I don't think that he went back to jail but I think that that you know a turning point it was a it was a major turning point for him, right? Because I think as parents, you know, especially if you've gone through something, um, especially anything traumatic, your your goal and your your life's work <laughs> is is to try to protect and prevent your child from experiencing experiencing such trauma. Um and I think, you know, seeing that, like, that just, that sucks, you know? Yeah, I think. Um, For lack of better words. <laughs> dur- during the um, during the film, did you hear, like, oohs and ahs and all that type of stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't, I think I was, like, going up and down the stairs, and so I wasn't really, like, there and I, I really wanted to see I actually thought to make an announcement before the film started but I was like you know I don't want to be in terms of what huh announcement saying what I'm getting there girl oh okay like I literally was in the middle of getting... you wasn't you I felt like you was moving on to something else no huh? Leah. okay go so ahead. I was gonna make an announcement and and ask people well two things one when the film is is playing, like actually, you know, immerse yourself in it. Babe, they was in it. Jesus Christ! I said I was going to make an did, announcement. Because my point is, is that they was there's no yeah, need but to we, make that announcement. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad you didn't. Go ahead. Why are you constantly? Why because do you feel the need to? That's how you know I love you. Bullshit. 
So we have had screenings before Absolutely. where it was crickets. No. Because people was just kind of watching and not sure what to do and what so, to laugh at. I'll say this. What to make noise about. I'll then say we this. had the thing in Coolish Corner and That's that was the- much more lively and they were engaged in it. What? So I it's so, so I'm crazy. Man. Yes, you are. I feel That's like fine. the perception. Yeah, Hold crazy. on. Wait a minute. It's no. so it's so it's so interesting how. Like your mind plays things back. I was I was going to say the complete opposite. Each screening that we've had, they have their um, the audience was absolutely reactive. Um, however, the one in Coolidge Corner that was a part of, I mean, that whole thing was amazing, but, um, that one, I feel like it was, it was very quiet and not even, you know, I, I don't, it was, it was very quiet and not just, you know, of course, you know, at the end of each film, I feel like everybody applauded, but, um, I think it, I don't know. It was, it was very different there from the other festivals that we, we've been in. Every, every other festival was very reactive on Hmm. more than one, you know, point in the movie. Well, so I think, I think the other way. Oh, I don't. Yeah. So you're wrong. I am not wrong. Stop being a contrary. Hold on, wait a minute. Okay, so when we was at Rock's Film Festival. Rock's Film, I think, was was a little different. I think people were not just completely quiet, but also. No one was, Daniel, the, the young lady that was sitting behind us. Yeah, I, I know. And then there was, it was the group of peop- them sitting behind us. Um, and then it was the people that was sitting in front of us. Like they had no idea whose film that was. And they were very reactive. I just, I mean, even at, even when the, we did that, our private one at the movie theater, like there was lots of reaction. I don't know. I, so to your point, um, I think each thing has been, each each showing has been different. One of them you weren't there for, but each showing has been different. Well, two of them you you weren't there for. Two. Yeah. The um with Dee Dee's cry and then the the community center. Okay. So um. You know, each time it's different. Different audiences, different reactions, people interpretations. You know the way it's. I think the the, di- the points that they react to. Um, I think consistently there's, you know, when I when the whole when I'm looking for you, I think that that evokes like some laughter and people like chuckle. Um, I think when. You know, I'm talking to you and we're going back and forth in the basement and then you make your comments that usually, gar- you know, garners there's some, some some laugh. Yeah. yeah, there's some laughter. And also the thing, too, is, you and know, the door slamming that, you know, banging on a door. That's yeah, usually, I mean, but even the headphone piece. Right. Yeah, like yeah. that's always that's it's always like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, 
and you know you'll hear people don't you know don't open it don't do it don't do it <laughs> right so like um you know and 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 i think for me you know i hear more of the reaction than you do because you know i got bionic ears aka you're nosy i'm very nosy and i'm not quiet about that i know i know that's just who i am it's tough it ain't it's tough anyway i'm so very nosy but i do mind my business yeah well i don't know how that's possible it's but very possible. i will say i just like, want to know all the things this is a different thing where it's not a festival and it's not multiple showings and no. it's solely about the film so yes. i think this for me you know, as as an artist and a person that like thought about it, it was just a whole different thing. And I wish, you know, in hindsight, um, I don't really know the way around it. I think anyone that has done events in any capacity, whether they are the promoter of said event, they are the organizer of said event, they are a vendor of said event. There's just always the things that happen, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. dealing with human beings and dealing with time mm-hmm. and mother nature mm-hmm. and traffic and just racing against time. And it's All just it's things. always something. Yeah. But I just wish that I was more able to be present in that moment, because most of that night to me is a blur. And I remember yeah. like little highlights, you know, and this. And I mean, not to be so dramatic, but it's 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 similar to our wedding night, our wedding night, yeah, you know, we're like lootly. being. Yeah, but I don't I, I didn't want it to be that. But I right? think and I so think that I try to not have it be. Of course. But and so what I think that with that, Daniel, um, anything, any major event you know, yes, you are going to immerse yourself into that, right? And try to be in the moment. But the reality is, especially if you are in charge of said event, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of hard because you also want everything to be perfect. And so you're you're trying to be present, but you're also trying to make sure that everything is going as smoothly as possible, as perfect as possible. And the reality is, is that there's just some things that just can that are out of our control, yours and mine, as much as we hate it. But we have to learn. And when I say this, I'm not just talking about you. I'm speaking to myself as well. I have to let it go. Right. We do what we can do the best we can and just chill out and let it go. You could have like, you know, in moments when I was like, I couldn't know, a little stressed, like I couldn't because like I was maybe, too. you know, took I was me too. in a corner and like made out with me or something. OK, because you know I mean? we had time for that. We make time. We didn't have no time for that. Like, and you know, real, I'm not big see, on PDA. What? I'm not big on PDA. Don't what? Which is it, Leah? You criticize me for not having kissed you properly at the wedding, but then you're not big on PDA. So only at the wedding, it's okay to absolutely slob you down. I didn't say you had to do all that. Okay, well, I'm just saying you could have did better. 
Yeah. That's don't, all. Don't constantly criticize me. I don't constantly criticize don't, you. Don't don't emasculate me. I'm definitely not I'm, doing that. My a, my impor- social media says different. I don't care about that shit. Yes, it's you important do. for me to be a man and be as, in as all of my glory be. and to be and supported by my wife. Be. And, and as you like are, I'm the lion. I'm the lion of this jungle. Oh, okay. And you know, you hear me roar. Yeah. You know, I come in here with with you know prey in my mouth. I don't want. And it. I drop it down, and and it's ready for you to you uh-uh. know. So. No. Yeah, don't stop. Stop. We don't live in a jungle. Stop baby. clipping my nuts whenever you get a chance. We don't live in the jungle. We are, we do live in the jungle. Don't. You know what I'm saying? We You're from the jungle. I, and I rescued you from the jungle. Oh, my God. But I brought you, you to really, a better jungle. really, really, really you know what I'm believe saying? this nonsense. Like, there was, like, shootouts, like, every couple of minutes oh over there where you live. Daniel. It was crack vials as oh soon as you, like, open up your door. Remember, Daniel. like, remember New Jack City when the kids was walking past the fence? Listen. No, Scotty was walking past the fence, and he... He looked on the ground. There was a crack vial. Why don't you focus? And he picked it up. Why don't you focus and stop telling the good people lies? And then the kids picked lies. up the basketball, and they was like, ah. Stop you know telling I mean? the good people these lies. It was like prostitutes stop right in front of your Stop telling the people crazy. these lies. Yo. I remember. Yo. But that's what made me love you. I'm like, yo, she's strong, yo. But she's different. I could tell from your eyes. You was one of the special ones. You know what I'm saying? That's what they all said, baby. Leah. Do not. Again. Don't like I'm giving you a compliment. Don't disrespect. No, you ain't. Well, I that ain't no compliment. I take it. You sitting up here trying to make it seem like you rescued me from the freaking gutter. Well, from the pound. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah. Um. So you know, overall, man, it was. It was um. It was really dope. It was, it was, and it was dope to, you know, because we left there with the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I wish, I wish we had a, I wish it didn't, wish we could have, right? And, you know, I know when we left, I, you know, I specifically asked you, you know, how you felt about that night's event. And, you know, I partially, I, I partially had a feeling about how you felt, but, um, you know, I just wanted to hear from you, but for me, it was more important to highlight all the positive that, that the, the positivity from the night, um, and not be so stuck on the things that didn't necessarily go as according to plan. Didn't go wrong. It just didn't go according to plan. Yeah. I mean, you know, what I said is what I still feel, you know, regardless of my feelings, I feel like for those who were there, you know, it was impactful and meaningful to them. And that's Mm -hmm. what that's what matters. It's not, you know, it's not really about my my personal, you know, that there's there's certain things. Um, you know, even watching a movie like there's there's things that like, ah, like again, again, huh? again. Again, what? Uh uh-uh. uh. I said, let's stick to the positivity. Yeah. I mean, we we can be because here's this what I'll show say. is raw and uncut. So I, I so say. I receive. Listen, it can be listen raw and to uncut. me. No, no, li- no. I think no you listen, need to listen, Leah. To me. Listen, you listen, Linda. Listen. Leah, I don't need. Listen, oh listen, God, listen, like, listen, this, listen, listen, listen. You ready to listen? No. You should be. Go on, Leah. Okay. 
Now I forgot what I was going to say. Perfect. No, it's so, not. Actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I'll let you speak, babe, but go ahead. So I hear what you say about focusing on the positive. However, this show mm-hmm. is is based on raw and uncut till death do us part. Yeah. Right. So I'm not going to necessarily say A, B and C. But what I will say is there are for me and the way my mind and creative mind works mm-hmm. similar to you when you're setting up something and I tell you how beautiful it is. Or how everyone loved blah, blah, blah. And you point out, oh, I wish, you know, I, I had more blah, blah, blah Absolutely. there. I wish I had more flowers in that vase. And, Absolutely. and it's like, yo. So, so I what I'm saying that, is. And this is why I'm this is why I'm saying to you. But you don't listen to me when I tell you that. I hear you. Leah, you don't listen, listen to me. To you. Hearing and listening to different I things. I hear you and I listen. I receive you. I ain't the lion. Okay. You don't treat me. You treat me like a cub. I hear you. So when you I say something, and I you need to hear me. You. you understand? I hear you and I receive you. Hear me, woman. When I talk. In your words. I need you and to I cut raise that my, stuff out. What? Cut it out. No. Because we don't do this in real life. When I talk. I need you to cut difference. it out because we don't do this in real life. Because when I say, when I'm like, oh, babe, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, do you mind if you blah, blah, blah. Versus like, yo. It's a difference, you know what I'm saying? And it's like you need to adjust accordingly. Anyway. You know what I mean? So just saying, because that's what it is. Yeah. I know. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So ironically, um, so we have so this soft. event. Huh? I'm sorry. What? You had an event. Mm-hmm. So we had the event. Yeah. And it's not going to obviously cure or... um eradicate uh, domestic violence issues and the trauma that is constantly inflicted, you know, and passed around. And so, you know, a day later, the news comes out about Kiki Palmer. Right. And her baby's father, child's father. And, um, you know, what sucks is... I mean, the whole thing sucks, but a moment in a video with Usher where it got everyone commenting and giving their opinion, right, about the video and about his comment to her and this, that, and the third, and then Kiki and Usher make the video, and it's a, you know, it's absolutely, talk about capitalizing off the moment. Absolutely. I mean, it was so perfect, you would think that that was planned. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I think they're both creatives. They were in the moment. It wasn't a lot of, um, you know, bells and whistles in that video. So it doesn't take long to have done that as long as you have money and resources. Right. Just, you know, do it in eight hours. And now it turns into, you know, did Usher rip the band? No, no, I don't think he did. And so hear what I'm hear what I'm saying. Don't don't like I'm not. Okay, go ahead. Did Usher rip the bandaid off? Meaning all these things were already going on oh, prior. Okay. Yeah. And so now the public got a whiff of his insecurities and made opinions of him, which then escalated things that were already happening and brought it to the surface. Literally like, you know, you you have a you have a mask on. You rip the mask off. 
So now we see all the imperfections and all the nastiness. Yeah. And okay. it sucks. And to me, it's just like, yikes, man. And a brand new baby. Mm-hmm. She was just on Saturday Night Live showing her stomach and glowing and happy about it or appeared happy about it. And maybe she is. But I just hate when these situations. If there's things and it's, it's so easy to say from the outside. So I want to preface this before I say it. You know, whether it's infidelity. Abuse of any kind. Um, relationship, special arrangements, whatever that may be. It is that that's a separate thing. Once a child is now brought in, it's like, God damn, yo, because it's literally. It's just creating the cycle of things and hopefully it can be broken and so a it, child can it, be shielded. It, it may but be like, cyclical. It can be cyclical, but it doesn't always have to be cyclical. Her resources can probably prevent that from being a I thing. Think, but I the th- reality is the reality is a is lot of people see it growing up. The thing is, is also that the baby is a baby. The baby there. Uh, Leotis is I think that's his name. The child's name is he's an infant. Right. And so. This time this he's you know, there's things at that age that, you know, he's never going to remember. Right now. Well, it's in the news now. And so he will be able to see that. At some point. Right. Whether whether it's a matter of, you know, years later and it resurfaced, you know, it's it's you know, he it's up on the Internet and hopefully there's conversations with the child as as he's um, growing up. Right. I think that it's all unfortunate, as you say. Um, and it just goes to show you that. This domestic violence and sexual assault or sexual abuse has no face, no race, or no age on it. No matter how much, it doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter how many resources you have access to. I feel like, you know, it's it's unfortunate that we are, you know, put in these situations, right? And I think, you know, I, I to just jump off of Kiki for a second and, and speak about my own situation, right? I feel like, you know, from, you know, I was, I was you know, I was first sexually assaulted by, at eight years old, um, physically assaulted because I didn't want to talk to a boy at 11. Then I was, um, raped at 12, right? So eight, 11, 12 at eight. My mom knew, right? We got out that situation. 11. Nobody knew. Nobody knew about me being punched in the face because I didn't want to talk to this boy. Right. At 12, nobody knew that I was raped at 12. Nobody knew that I was stabbed. Right. At 12, nobody knew that 
um, I was in a house with what was supposed to be family, but also a predator, right? And I think, you know, after being raped, for me, there was a certain point where it was like, it doesn't matter if I say no, they're going to take it anyway. Right? And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's very easy once you have been physically or sexually assaulted slash abused, it's very easy to lose your voice. It's very easy to lose your focus. It's very easy to not feel whole. And it's very easy to... um to continue to fall victim to these situations. And so just, you know, just as a note, it doesn't matter your age, your race, or your economic status. So what do you feel is the, this might be a very loaded question and probably not the best question to ask at, at mm-hmm. towards the end of the show, but what's um, clearly is something that happens and is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's usually not the, person grabbing you from central park and pulling you in the bushes yeah that's usually not how it happens and so what what is the what are some of the solutions like what's what's is it helpful to have a cry for me is it helpful to have a panel is it helpful to have svu is it helpful to have a love is blind a cry um rain on me like yeah books about dv like what's what so i think that the reality is as is is this i think that you know we can have all those things i think that people need safe spaces to talk about this i think that people need to be encouraged to talk about their situation i think folks need to be um um, encouraged to ask questions. I think we no longer need to say, hey, this happened in my household. I'm, you, I have to keep it a secret because that's the way that I was brought up. You know, nobody needs to know your business. Guess what? It's not, it's not about no one needing to know your business. It's about, let's take this shit. This shit happened to me. I, in order for me to regain my power back, I need to take the shame out of it because there's nothing that I did wrong. I didn't ask for it and I damn sure didn't deserve it. So no longer should we protect those who do this to people, to us. No longer should we be quiet about it. 
I think the more awareness that we bring to it, again, it's not a secret, but the more we put it out and the more people are public with their stuff, and it's not a woe is me, cry for me type of situation. And by cry for me, I mean feel sorry for me, Hmm. right? It's let's talk about it. Let's take the shame out of it. And let's take our power back. And let's take their power away from them because they're going to get off on the fact that, hey, okay, well, yeah, I did that. And guess what? Nothing happened to me. Guess what I'm going to do now? I'm going to do it to somebody else and I'm going to take it up a level. Right. I have one. I have one, one regret. And my only regret is staying quiet. That's my regret. When I think about, you know, when I, you know, was older and was assaulted at gunpoint, I wish, I wish I would have called the cops. I wish I would have said something. But my thought was, damn, he knows where I live. If they do nothing, he will absolutely come for me. Even when he would drive around my crib. He wouldn't ring the bell. He wouldn't do anything. He would just drive by and I would know it was him because the car made a a certain sound. My regret is I did not call the car. But that's empowering to them because that's the way they can control the situation. And there's no consequences. Exactly. So hmm. it, it starts with empowering ourselves again and taking the shame out of it. And so let's let's continue to create these spaces. And, you know, I think I think also um pointing out what you know abuse looks like again it's not always physical either right and so i think it's very important to um to talk about those things and bring awareness to those things i feel like once 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 that happens it'll be a whole different world and it's not to say that it will stop it Right. But it I I do feel like it will have such an impact where it is happening less and less. Hmm. When people can spot red flags and pay attention to those red flags. And guess what? (sighs) I don't know. Yeah, when people can spot the red flags and, 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 and they actually pay attention to them, you know, build your circle up around you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you are um, encased in love, right? You know, friends, family. I know it ain't easy with, with you know, certain family members because that comes with its own trauma, right? But build build you build you a circle of love. You know, make sure you got somebody that is constantly 
pouring into you and, and you pouring into them and the areas that they need to be poured into, you know, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's but, you know, that, you know, don't don't be afraid to talk about your shit. Don't be ashamed to talk about what you're going through because the sister or the brother that's right next to you might be experiencing the same thing, you know? So isn't that ultimately just trauma bonding? It's not. No, I don't believe that it's trauma bonding. I believe that that is the initiation of healing, hmm. right? Because it doesn't mean that we're talking about our, um, um, our, our past or current situation. It doesn't mean that we're talking about our trauma and, and just, you know, the woe is me the crying about it it's i'm talking about it i'm not ashamed of it i'm taking my power back and i'm taking the power away from the individual that is causing this 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 trauma to me and maybe maybe i have resources for you and you have resources for me Maybe we can go f- get some resources together and figure out how we can get up out of this situation together. But it's it's not a pity session, you know. Me me talking, me saying, talk to the people around you that that love you and that care for you. It's not about doing it to have a pity session or to trauma bond. It's to just bring awareness, you know. And 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 even in that little thing, you can. Even and I don't want to say little, but even in that situation, when you are talking about what your experience is or was, you're building each other up. Hmm. Well, I think to all of the. Um all of the people, because it's, it's men, women, um, children, um, you know, transgender it's all members and LGBTQ. Um, it's all of us. It's, it's everybody. It's everyone. There's, and so I think. Like I said, there's no face. There's no race. There's no gender. There's no sexual. It doesn't matter. There's no economics. The um, status that's going to p- prevent you from being you know, in this situation, anybody, literally anybody could get it, (laughs) you know? So finding, finding your, um, your, your power and, um, strength is paramount in the healing and, um, you know, I think everyone just, injecting some kindness into the ecosystem is is um crucial and overdue i think cry for me was um my attempt of creating something that um can hopefully provoke mm. course correction and you know i i say this publicly all the time it's it's not a matter of um ignoring or slighting the men who are assaulted and abused 
um, but women are disproportionately impacted. And I chose a side in this particular moment to highlight, to course correct. And so speaking to the men, um, there's definitely things that we need to do differently immediately. And I think there's so many different variations and levels to abuse where it looks different, right? It's not everyone is a monster and like knocking someone's teeth out. It could be very subtle. It can be gradual, right? But I think that it's a buildup that happens. And just over time, buildups happen. And it comes from a place. And so my only hope is for at least one person, if they if if they are hearing or seeing, you know, the film, the panel, hearing the song, you know, when you are doing said thing, you can at least just kind of think about it for a second and check yourself and course correct. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do get so frustrated where you are getting ready, you ball your fist up and you're getting ready to strike her, you can think for a second. Take and it's a not, walk. and it's not a matter of, you know, and that's why, like, that baby boy scene is just forever. I mean, I like, you know, as 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 an artist, there's there's certain things, there's certain songs that I hear that I wish was my song. There's certain films that I saw that I wish that I wrote. Mm-hmm. There's certain films that I wish that I played that character. Mm-hmm. And Baby Boy is one of those, that scene, if that scene wasn't in existence in the zeitgeist already, I probably would have tried to write that. I didn't feel the need to recreate it Mm -hmm. because Tyrese and Taraji played it brilliantly. Mm -hmm. But it's so true Mm -hmm. where it's just antagonizing and women where sometimes like just just go, you know, you ain't blah, 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 blah. It's like, you better stop and you better watch your mouth. I blah, blah, blah. You raise your hand and she stops. And you put it down. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, it, but th- like behind closed doors, like that's exactly what happens. Well, so here's the thing. Babe, Listen, I, are you going to are you going to be a contrarian to that? It's point? not. A, I'm not being a contrarian. You can't just let that breathe. I can't. Right. Because so what happens? So because what I know you didn't mean it in this way. Right. But what you just did reciting that scene made it seem as though had he hit her, it was her fault because she was talking back. Um, Right. Well, intention versus impact. So absolutely, that wasn't my intention. And I don't believe that it even came out that way. However, somebody could hear that and feel that way. What I am saying is because in the moment, in the heat of the moment, when you were getting so anyone. So if it's two men that's arguing and a person is constantly like poking their buttons and pushing their buttons instead of like Jody doing, though, Leah, like that's it matters because why can you take take men and women out of it? So two men, I'm talking about two men arguing. Or two women arguing and one person realizes that the other person is turning up and getting more aggressive. You have a choice in that moment on the other side of turning up or or turning down a bit. And you make that choice based on 
all of your upbringing and your temper control and all of it. I'm not justifying. What I'm saying is that scene to me for someone having been in it in real time. It's not relatable. I'm not saying that it's not relatable. So I'm saying that it was a real thing. That for me, still, I remember vividly, okay, and so if I put it on, I can it. I can say it verbatim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the most honest depiction of what happens. More mm-hmm. than Tina Turner and What's Love Got to Do With It, more than any other well, movie I've yeah. ever seen. That was accurate. Real man, Jody. Not some little boy who still want to live at home with his mama. Fuck you. Kiss my ass. Go on out in these streets and be a little trick if you want to. Because that's they, what the I'm characters saying. Characters were relatable to you. I'm not talking about any of the characters. I'm talking that nat- the scene was what it was, but it was because the you just you compared it to Tina Turner. Right? I'm talking those scenes. So the studio scene where he pulled her out and the cake scene and all that. Honey, I'm talking that scene on the steps. Honey, I have myself been in that. Honey, I understand what you're saying. So, what I'm saying is, is that that stuck out to you. For many reasons, but mainly because of the characters based off their age and based off of your experience. That's why that was more relatable to you. Even even if it was like Ike and Tina, like you, you see it, you understand it, but you couldn't relate because that wasn't they it wasn't it, it wasn't your the, the, the characters weren't your age. You saw it in a different light based on that because that that's what was relevant to you at the time. Well, go ahead, Zoe. No. Okay. Don't, you know. I'm just psychoanalyze saying. Psychoanalyze and then put a bow on my point. I was making my point. And I felt you. good about making my point. I'm sure you did. You, you needed some help, though. Leah, you don't get ca- gone. You say your final closeout. Oh, we're done? We're done. You sure? I'm le- Yeah. I'm getting right. I'm, yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I still got, I still got uh, an hour before things shut down. Yeah. Goddamn city. Anyway, um, you know, as I stated earlier, <sighs> build your circle around you. Find, you know, find you a circle of love. Find somebody that you know, is going to pour into you, you know, um, uplift you and, you know, do some, you know, do some healing of your own, you know, whether that's meditation, whether that's reading, um, books, whatever, whatever it is, go ahead and do your soul search and stop blaming yourself, yourself for, other people's actions, you know, um, and, and take, 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 take your power back. And I know it's, it's easier said than done for, for some, for most, but you got this. Don't let that person or the situation tear you down completely. You got this. You got this. And on that note, we will see y'all next week. Peace, love, and blessings.
Um, please be kind, be intentionally kind to each other and um, be the change that you want to see in the world. And so we'll see y'all next week. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Wedlocked and loaded. Make sure you follow us. Facebook, Instagram. Um, go to piebean.com to hear the episodes. Download the episode. Um, definitely feel free um, to visit your favorite streaming platform. However you hear us. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. We always hope to put the medicine, the candy, and, and have a little bit of... Um, you know, humor mixed with some tools that we learned along the way in therapy mixed with growing up together in a relationship and just trying to figure it out. And I think that um, experience is the best teacher. And so if we can help someone avoid a roadblock, you know, that's what the goal is. And we're not trying to be preachy or like a self-help audio book. And no disrespect to those because those are needed. Uh, but the goal is to just try to package things in a way where it can be helpful and be of assistance and also be entertaining and be short and concise. That's why we never do three-hour episodes. And um, there's plenty of other formats and platforms that you can you know, podcasts you can go to for two, three hour podcasts. We like to do quick little hits. So thank y'all for listening to really us. We have quick though. Excuse me. Hmm? You know, thank you for listening. <laughs> we are wed, 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 locked and loaded. Wed locked and loaded. Well, well, well locked and loaded.